Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. For Thursday, September 1st, happy first of the month, and on the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. In order to be considered for book of the month, the book has to meet a very simple criteria. It has to be impactful enough to either change your life or your perspective on the world. Now, of course, whether it does or not is entirely up to you. If you consume the content just as a piece of entertainment, you're missing the point. Our book this month is a seminal book. Our book is called The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. It's not a new book. In fact, Ben Graham was well into his 80s when the last edition was updated. First written in 1949, the book was updated every five years or so. This book has been on Warren Buffett's recommended reading list multiple times and was mentioned in several of Buffett's widely read annual newsletters over the past decade. Benjamin Graham was the Warren Buffett of years past. He was one of the most prominent investors of the post-war era. The book contains principles arrived at through empirical observation over many decades of successful investing. This book is aimed at investors and not speculators. As you read these principles, so many of them, written decades before, seem prophetic in their relevance. A stock is not just a ticker symbol or an electronic blip. It's an ownership interest in an actual live running business with an underlying value that does not depend on its share price. The market is a pendulum that forever swings between unsustainable optimism, which makes the stocks too expensive, and unjustified pessimism, which makes them too cheap. The intelligent investor is a realist who sells to optimists and buys from pessimists. The future value of every investment is a function of its present price. The higher the price you pay, the lower your return will be, no matter how careful you are. The one risk no investor can never eliminate is the risk of being wrong. Only by insisting on what Graham called the margin of safety, never overpaying, no matter how exciting an investment seems to be, can you minimize your odds of error. The secret to your financial success is inside yourself. If you become a critical thinker who takes no Wall Street fact on faith and you invest with patient confidence, can you take steady advantage of even the worst bear markets? By developing your discipline and courage, you can refuse to let other people's mood swings govern your financial destiny. In the end, how your investments behave is much less important than how you behave. In this book, the author gives examples of growth industries that have underperformed despite the growth potential. Obvious prospects for physical growth in a business do not translate into obvious profits for investors. We've seen that over and over again in multiple industries. We saw it early on in the auto industry, in aviation, in television, computers, cannabis, and so on. In every case, there were a few winners, but there were also lots of near-death experiences for some, bankruptcies for others, and a period of overinvestment, oversupply, and consolidation before profitability to the segment came into the market. The author describes the investing psychology during periods when interest-bearing instruments gave higher returns than equities, and periods when the opposite was true. He describes periods of inflation, and periods when the stock market declined broadly for years. The latest edition of the book was drafted in 1971 and 1972. It was a tumultuous time. Nixon had taken the dollar off the gold standard, inflation was on the verge of edging out of control, and the Watergate scandal was gripping the nation. This book will teach you three powerful lessons. How you can minimize the odds of suffering irreversible losses, how you can maximize the chances of achieving sustainable gains, and how you can control the self-defeating behavior that keeps most investors from reaching their potential. Back in the boom years of the late 1990s, when technology stocks seemed to be doubling in value every day, the notion that you could lose almost all your money seemed absolutely absurd. But by the end of 2002, 
Many of the dot-com and telecom stocks have lost 95% of their value or more. Once you lose 95% of your money, you have to gain 1,900% just to get back to, to where you started. Taking a foolish risk can put you so deep in the hole, it's virtually impossible to dig yourself out. And that's why Graham constantly emphasizes the importance of avoiding losses. As I was reading this book, I was thinking back to the dot-com era. I was part of that frenzy. My company went public, my paper net worth skyrocketed, and I considered myself a sophisticated investor. Little did I know that only a short time later, most of that paper wealth would evaporate. With the benefit of hindsight, the folly of that era was readily apparent. It's embarrassing, actually. But here we are again. Now Benjamin Graham did not have the benefit of the internet or the Bloomberg terminal on his desk to trade his execution speed. His philosophy transcends all that hype and technical analysis. While Wall Street seems to foresee which industry will grow the fastest, that foresight has no real value if most other investors are already expecting the same thing. By the time everyone decides that that next great thing is obviously the best one to invest in, the price of its stocks have already been bid up so high that the future returns have nowhere to go but down. Does this remind you of stocks like Tesla or Netflix? Definitely go out and get a copy of this really old book, The Intelligent Investor by Benjamin Graham. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.